Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome. We come to you each week with these great lessons from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship with Warren Litzman. And boy, what a blessing it is. Don't forget to go to our website, christ-life.org, and find out all about us. Let's get in today's lesson. This is the last in our series of studies in Romans, and it's going to be a great one. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. I'm Warren Litzman, sitting at my desk here in Dallas, Texas, ready to talk to you about Jesus Christ. What are we doing about Jesus Christ? What does he mean to us? Is he a Sunday go meeting Savior? Is he somebody just helps us when we're in trouble? Is he a miracle worker, comes whenever somebody's in great need? What is Jesus? Christ is our life. Paul would say, the life I now live is Christ. He didn't say, I live like Christ. People run around today with all sorts of things on their, hanging around their neck and I don't know how many different places that says we're trying to be like Jesus. We want to be like Jesus. Paul would never say that because he never he never knew that. What he knew was Christ is life. It isn't us being like him. It's Christ being our life. What we need to do is to preach that. What that needs to be is the message that belongs to the Christian church because it's a Christian thing. It's a Christian thing. The life in Christ is a Christian thing. It was developed by people like the Apostle Paul for Christ to have a place to work out of. When Jesus went back to heaven, God said, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to put Christ's spirit in every one of those people and they'll be able to carry on. They'll get the gospel to the ends of the earth. The apostles didn't do that. Right off in the beginning, there wasn't any apostles that left Jerusalem under the command, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. wasn't any of them. Later on, two or three of them did. But the question is, it isn't for them to do anymore. That's over. That's past. That's under the law. What it is for us to do is to take this Christ in us into all the world and live it. Secretaries in office, what a wonderful opportunity they have to live Christ before a group of people. Men who work in factories, what a wonderful possibility they have to bring forth Christ where they are. You see, that's their pulpit, that's their church, where they work, where they live every day, where they are part of this world. That's where the gospel is needed. It's not just needed in the church house. Thank God for that. But that's not where the gospel is needed. It's needed every step that human beings take on this earth. Wherever they go, whatever they do, whoever they are, they need the gospel brought to them. They need that gospel brought to them. That's what we're studying here. In the 20th verse of Romans chapter 5, uh, it says this plainly, verse 20. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound. Wherever there was sin, wherever there were shortcomings, wherever there was people who did not have the Christ life, grace was their answer. Grace abounded more than the law. Oh, dear friend. 
It's so important that you hear what Paul has to say here. This is a part of the gospel that's not preached today. All preachers take a text out of some of these verses, like wherein sin does abound, grace does much more abound, but they don't teach the whole of it. The whole of it is that believers can't work against sin and accomplish anything. Believers can't stop people from drinking. They can't stop people from drugs. They can't stop people from whatever their hilarious life living is. So what can they do? They can preach Christ. They can preach Christ. They can talk about Jesus. Some of you on the job right today, you see an opportunity to talk about Jesus. You don't need to make a fool out of yourself. There are opportunities that come. God appointed opportunities come. And you need to open your mouth and say, well, let me tell you a thing that happened to me. What happened to me was the Holy Spirit revealed to me that Christ lived in me and that I'm to have a full voice of Jesus Christ in speaking and talking to you. You see where that could lead? Well, you say they'd all get mad at me and wouldn't have anything more to do with them to think I was some kind of a freak. Yep. If that's a freak, that's the only way this world's going to ever get any help. That's the only way it's ever going to make it. Because Christ is not a answer, he's the answer. Christ is the answer. And so these verses have pointed us to that. In verse 21 it says, That as sin hath reigned unto death. Ah, so glad Paul said it like that. I'm, I'm glad that the translators translated it like that because that fits. That fits. That fits because sin hath reigned unto death. What does that mean? It means that the end of sin is death. Living in sin is a hopeless, hopeless stage. And what is so foolish on the part of mankind is that they think that the more they try to curtail or stop their sinning, the better off they are. Oh, dear friend. That isn't the way it is. Wherever sin is, grace is greater than sin. And whenever you sin, even if it's a little sin, even if it's an unimportant sin, when you confess it to the Lord, you're back in the grace of God, and you should go on and preach Him. Preach Him. Not your failure. Preach Him. Talk about Him. We want to all fail maybe one time or two. We're going to all fall short of the glory of God. But the, the question is, do we have the message burning in us? Does it burn in us? Is it a part of our life and our living? That's what it's saying here. That as sin hath reigned unto death, so might grace reign through righteousness. 
through righteousness. Just a quick break. We'll be back in just a moment. But remember, you can go to our website, christ-life.org, and you can read all about the Christ Life Fellowship and the In Christ message. And you can go to the bookstore. Go to that tab where it says bookstore. Click that on, and you will find much more material like you're listening to today, either in video, audio, books. It's all there, and it's written by Warren Litzman the best in explaining this in Christ message. Again, christ-life.org. Now, back to Warren. You say, well, I'm not a very righteous person. Then you don't know your Bible. When you were saved, one of the first gifts you received was righteousness. Christ in you. Now, note, if you didn't get the message Christ in you, you don't have any of this. But Christ in you has given unto you, has been made unto you, wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, redemption. Did you know that? Did you know when you got saved, you got all of these fine points in you? They're not outside hanging. They're not in a book somewhere where you got to scrape them out. That's in your salvation. When you were saved, Christ was made unto you, Wisdom, righteousness, sanctification, and redemption. That's a whole message, whole book within itself. Did you know that happened to you? The moment you believed on the Lord Jesus Christ, that's one thing that happened. I told it up one time with the help of a great preacher who said there was at least 33 things that happened to a believer the moment they believed on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I made it a point of proving every one of those. I made it a point of proving those. There's at least 33 things that happen to a sinner the moment they are saved, the moment they give their heart and life to God. Things happen. Wonderful things happen. God didn't just lead you into a desert blindly and say, make the best of it. He gave you enough of his grace. He gave you the fullness of Christ. He put the person of Christ in you. Paul could say that he was saved by the person of Jesus Christ. That's who lived in him. That's who lived in him, saved by that person. He could say that. He meant that. What about you? Do you ever give any thought to who you are once you accept Jesus as your Savior? I think we're very selfish. I think we're at the point now in American religion where people say, well, I got saved and, and I'm trying not to sin anymore. I'm trying to be good. I'm trying to overcome. Dear friend, you don't understand what happened to you. Overcome? Yes, there'll be things you have to overcome because you have to have a major change in your mind. God can do that. God will do that if he chose you as one of his children and he applied his grace to you and put Christ in you. If God put Christ in you, Christ in you as your hope of glory. You can depend on that. If you've got a problem with that, if there's something you don't understand, get in this book. Get in this book. Trust the book. Trust the Bible. Trust Paul's preaching and teaching. 
That's where you got to go. Nobody else talks about this sort of thing. Nobody else is interested in it. A lot of law preachers in the Old Testament were interested in people living better lives, and they wrote a lot of good things about how to live a better life, but that's not Christianity. Christianity is that we have a new life in us. The old life is gone. The new life is Christ. It's just that simple. I have Christ in me. I don't always exhibit Him as I ought to. I'm learning. I have opportunities I miss. I'm sorry for that. I'm doing better. But I'm getting Christ out to this world as best I know how. Because Christ is the life of Christianity. And Christians are the life of the scriptures. That's the way it is. We don't have anything else in the word to depend upon. We don't have anybody else to depend upon. Except Jesus. Just Jesus. And how wonderful it has been. To have the apostles of Paul the letters that he wrote to open up to us to see how we should live in this sixth dispensation. There'll be another dispensation after this one in the millennium. But we're living in our own dispensation now. This has been the longest dispensation period in the whole of the Bible. God has depended more upon this dispensation than any other he had. But the simple reason this is the dispensation following the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And that's what it all depends upon. Everything that happens today in this world depends upon humanity taking hold of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Because there's no other thing to believe. There's no other thing you get involved in. You get involved in a whole lot of heretic things. You get involved in a whole lot of stupid things. You can get involved in anything in religion that's dumb and ignorant. But if you want truth, get into Paul's epistles. Listen to what he has to say. Read them over and over because obviously Christian world hadn't gotten a hold of them yet. Christian preachers haven't gotten a hold of them yet. My statistic is 90% of Christian people today do not know about Christ living in them. 90% of them. How do they live then? They live without the book. Or they have a book of their own where somebody has radically changed what is said by the Apostle Paul who is God's apostle for this dispensation. They ignored him. They took up what somebody else preached and taught and believed. And the end result was they're driving souls to hell rather than helping them. They can't help people if they don't talk about this Jesus as their salvation and their hope. I need to leave you at this 21st verse of Romans 5, which says that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. That's it. I quit for today. I'll be back later. God love you. Bye-bye.
Thank you for being with us today. We hope you've enjoyed this wonderful message from Warren Litzman in the Book of Romans. It's been a great study through the Book of Romans, and we'll have more later, but next week we'll start something new. Don't forget to visit our Christ Life Fellowship at the website, christ-life.org. That's where you'll find us. Robbie Litzman, as always, thank you for allowing us to go through the archives each week to find these messages. Valerie Hill does our Twitter account. Tammy Laycock does the weekly podcast notes. And Teresa Ferraro is our producer from the Christ Life Fellowship. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ Life.